0: Santa is a mistake. <laughs> Santa's a super spreader! Santa Santa's a super spreader! Oh my god. <laughs> All those reindeers Welcome to the Mickey Mouse Greenhouse. I'm KK, and I'm Wiggles, and we're here to review Disney Channel original movies, DCOM, to see if they get a puff or a pass from us in the year of our Lord 2020. And we're in the home stretch, ladies and gentlemen. It is the season finale of 2020. There looks like there's a vaccine coming on the horizon. Uh, Donald Trump is trying to do the stupidest coup ever. And, uh, you know, Christmas is still three weeks away.
1: You know what I don't like is how people are saying, like, Oh, don't worry, you guys. Uh, I'm the president of this country, and Santa's coming. Santa's immune to COVID. I'm like, bitch, no. Santa is immune to <laughs> Santa's a super spreader.
0: Santa's a
1: super spreader. Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: All those reindeer are just going, like coughing all over
1: is he, everyone. Is he going inside and eating all this milk and cookies?
0: He's just leaving his his lips all over the place. Right? I, I saw mommy out.
1: kissing Santa Claus.
0: Mommy's over here giving Santa Claus the COVID. <laughs> mommy got no mask. <laughs> nah, Santa Claus. Santa Claus is—he's uh, outsourcing to the postal service. So if you have milk and cookies, leave it for your mailman because yes. they're working extra hard this holiday season. Oh my season. gosh, we
1: should do that this weekend.
0: Leave the milk and cookies.
1: Yeah, make bake cookies for our mailman
0: because the mailman is Santa Claus. you yeah. know, like keeping a buck. They know what time it is. You're not going to the store. So, I want to do that. Yeah, leave some milk and cookies out for your your mail person. I, you know, don't want to say male, man, or woman. Male carrier. Male carrier. And, uh, you know, if they ask you why you left them out milking cookies, don't explain it. Just be looking at them high and just be like, take it. It's good. I'm joking. You should just be like, hey, because we appreciate you. And you did hard work. And they took all those sorting machines, and that sucks.
1: You know what? I just thought of a great sitcom. Tell me. It is a group of women postal carriers okay who like you know how you, at least here where we live people the post carriers are always talking on the phone all day long all day long they talk on the phone and i'm always like who are they talking to and so in my show it would be a group of postal women who are just always on the phone all day long talking shit about the houses that they see or you know the dogs that bark or I saw this lady who lives in this house coming out of the other house after, you know, going over with a peach pie.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I feel like the... Do you the like ma- it? I do like it. I feel like the mailman and the garbage man know way too much about your life. Oh my
1: god, yeah.
0: You know, not that you need to be paranoid. I don't think that they care about anybody, in, in like any individual person. But, like, if they did, they would know more than you would be comfortable with sharing with most people.
1: yeah. I mean, like, growing up, we had a relationship with our, our postman, Jim. Postman Jim? Yep. Jim the mailman. That's what my dad called him.
0: Hey, there's the start of a lot of soap operas to start with postman <laughs> Jim. <laughs> I'm joking. Or I think I? he's
1: retired now. He He had, like, he was our postman growing up my whole life.
0: Hey, man, you know. Yeah. Bring those letters for long enough. Everyone knows your name. Yep. But you know, you guys aren't waiting for Jim anymore. Jim is <laughs> kicking it somewhere in La Jolla.
1: <laughs> Maybe golfing. Maybe collecting that collecting that postal pension. Get that baby. pension,
0: baby. You, you earned it on your you feet. You
1: earned that shit. You earned it on
0: your feet. Rain, sleet, or snow, you earned that pension. So. You deserve uh, it. We
1: love our, our boys in blue, our postal boys yeah, in
0: blue. Yeah, fuck 12, but we love the <laughs> postal service. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so that was the McFum <laughs> House, uh, USBS House. Um, let's get into this week's decom. <laughs>
1: Yeah, wow, that was a wild ride. So,
0: what did we watch this week, KK? We watched Go Figure. Go Figure. Which is a decon that came out in 2005. June 2005. June 2005, despite it being a very icy situation over there. You want to tell us a little bit about the Synopsis Wiggles? Yeah, I definitely do. Okay, so we are first
1: introduced to our main character, Caitlin, a figure skater who lives with her parents, her brother Bradley, and she's also coached by these two uh, skating coaches, Bob and Ginger. Bradley is interested in hockey, but he doesn't get much attention because the focus in the family is completely on Caitlyn. Caitlyn is a really sweet girl, but she doesn't have a lot of friends. She kind of has this thing that, like, in figure skating, you're either a Christy Yamaguchi or a Tanya Harding, right? It's and a It was a weird dichotomy because they're, like, polar opposites. Yeah, so she says that, and she's saying that, and she's giving a little girl, like, a hair tie who lost her hair tie, and she's like, here, take my lucky scrunchie, and the little girl places at this figure skating competition, and our main character, Caitlin doesn't even make the podium.
0: We gotta talk about live, though. Because the scrunchie. Oh yes. Because her replacement scrunchie snaps and she falls down during uh during a spin. Yes. So you know she was just trying to be trying to be nice and came in bitter in the ass.
1: Yeah, but you know what? She's like okay with it, and as she's leaving, she gets approached by this very very Russian woman.
0: Very Russian. Natasha they sure
1: Goberman. They make
0: sure to let us know how Russian she is. Oh
1: my gosh. She is like the most stereotypical Russian. Because I, I don't even know Russians that are that Russian. <laughs> no, she's not Russian.
0: She's clearly just a white woman who is putting on an accent and talking about borscht randomly. <laughs>
1: really though. So Natasha's like, I want you to come train with me. And Caitlin's like, yeah, sure, bet. Caitlin's parents are like, whoa, 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 pump the brakes. Like, this is a lot, and we don't want to pay for this. And you kind of get the impression that her parents are already paying a lot for for figure skating.
0: I mean, like, she's in figure skating, and... The brothers the other, in hockey. Yeah, those are expensive sports.
1: Mm-hmm. So the parents are like, hey, we can't pay for that. Natasha, though, is like... This is gonna be the hardest experience of your life, but like the best experience of your life. I'm gonna get you in. And she gets her a scholarship, but she gets her a scholarship for the women's hockey team. So the hockey coach and Natasha make a make a deal, and they say, Okay, you can Natasha, you can have Caitlin on your figure skating team. I'll give her a spot. ...on the hockey team, and, you know, we could use someone that you say is a real athlete, right? And Natasha's like, great, just, like, don't actually let her play. Like, we need to keep her good for figure skating.
0: Yeah. So, although the coach and Natasha have this arrangement, the coach still has to, you know, be the coach. You know, he can't let the other girls on the team know that... Caitlin's getting this preferential treatment... So, the first day of practice, no surprise, we get plenty of lesbian jokes. There wasn't just one. There was a lot. Because, of course, it's a women's hockey team. The team captain is supposed to be presented as very butch. It's it's a lot. It's just girls' athletics. Girls must be lesbians. But, anyway... It's, like,
1: crazy to think... Can I just, like, pause oh, here yeah. really quickly? It's crazy to think that, like, you know, I was around these girls' age in the movie, right? Like, I was the age that they were in this when this came out, for the most part. Mm-hmm. And so, it's, like, weird to me that girls' sports were presented in this way. Because, like, I I liked to play sports growing up, and I never, like, felt like it was like this, you know? They really presented it in a way that's, like, oh, women's sports, they're... Girls' sports, they're trying to be, like, boys. Like...
0: Or or their twirl girls, which is what we yeah. find out. Yes. All of the hockey team refers to figure skaters because they don't respect those girls over there twirling on the ice. They need to be, you know, bumping bumping pads on the on the rink, <laughs> on the hockey rink. Uh, so throughout practice, obviously Caitlin's Katelyn, figure skating skills don't translate, and she just like literally cannot skate. Like she no. can't stay upright, which is weird.
1: She, she can't stop either. She yeah, just,
0: like, and I know that like skating into the walls. I know that like figure skates and hockey skates are not the same thing. But I figured you would be able to skate, right? Like if someone gave you a mountain bike and a you know like a street bike, I don't think that you're just like oh like how do I bike. But, uh, the team's coach, Spencer, is... Oh, the teen coach, excuse me, who is...
1: No, but I did write teen coach, because he looks like a teenager.
0: Yeah, he is hella young. Like, he is supposed to... I think he is, like, another student.
1: I don't know. It was odd. I didn't understand it. Yeah, it was, it's, like, a, a, it's a really broad line, balance. because
0: it really makes it seem like he's, like, <laughs> old enough with maybe them, but be... also is a coach. It's weird. Yeah, old enough to be a coach. But, yeah, so, anyway, Spencer is talking shit about Caitlyn, and we get introduced to a potential love interest, despite all of the weird shit that I just described. <laughs> Back at the dorms after practice, Caitlyn is moving into her shared room, and as soon as she sees her picture of Christy Yamaguchi, she assumes that, oh, like, you must be joking because you play hockey, you're not a twirl girl, so you must have put this up ironically... I'm gonna use it as a dartboard. You know, Caitlin, who's still trying to fit in, is like, ha, yeah, like hate hate Christian and just like has to has to take it for now.
1: Yeah, that was sad.
0: <laughs> but like she has she's there strictly for skating and isn't really there, isn't really interested in her In her hockey friends. Sorry,
1: I forgot to type this in here. But can you talk about the girl who was trying to, like, sage the apartment? I just didn't understand that. Oh, yeah. That was so weird.
0: There's this weird hippie girl who was just, like, in scenes randomly. And I know that she was supposed to be the comic relief. But she just wasn't that funny. And I know that that's, like...
1: And it felt like borderline cultural appropriation.
0: Yeah, because she was just doing any and everything. It's just, like, I'm going to burn sage in this room. And then, like, I'm going to, like have these crystals and then I'm going to do some other random hippie stuff. And it's, like, really, like, weird and... It just didn't really add anything to the plot. It was just, like, this girl does these weird things and... Didn't she,
1: like, meditate at one point or something?
0: Yeah, like, when they were supposed to be, like, doing something important. Um, But, yeah, generally speaking, it just, like, it wasn't funny in a way that, like, added, like, humor. And it also didn't add anything substantively to the plot, so... I don't blame you for, like, not adding it. (laughs) Um,
1: But I did want to mention it.
0: Yeah, so there's also this girl who pops into the room and does that after the dartboard thing. But Kaylin, in general, is just trying to stick to skating and not really deal with her hockey teammates that much. So after hockey practice, the next day, she has to rush off to skating practice. And even though she's... Whipping these other girls' asses and hitting her double lutzes and everything like that. Uh, We realize that all of these girls are major Tanya's to her Christy. And they're trying to steal her thunder. They're trying to knock her out the game. But uh, Caitlyn still has her obligations with the team. And we get to their first game. And Natasha doesn't want Caitlyn to go in, obviously. Because... She's a skater, and she has a lot invested in her to become the next Olympic skater. And, you know, she just really needs her to occupy, just to get the scholarship here, not to get hurt. Mm-hmm. And Natasha lobbies with the coach not to put Caitlin in, but the coach, you know, has to play her at least some because she's on scholarship. And as soon as he puts her in, she immediately makes a mistake by not you know, not going hard and blocking for Ronnie so she can score a game-winning goal. And after the game, the captain, Ronnie, is like ready to kick her ass. Like, literally. And Caitlyn runs from the fight. And all, everyone calls her out because what kind of hockey girl runs from a fight? And uh, after that, they kind of start to understand that Caitlyn isn't who she seems to be. Mm-hmm
1: yeah. so Caitlin is becoming both a better athlete at skating, but also hockey. Like she's training at night and she's like really just dedicating herself to the sport and making herself better. And one evening, Spencer sees Caitlin training like through the windows of the training facility, and they have a little game. And hey, this is can where I, I was can like, I,
0: like stop it here. Yeah. I think that this is such a trope that we need to just like attach it to another trope, just like, the Disney Dad suck and, like, the montages. It's like, the, I just happened upon the love interest. This is always how they meet.
1: But, like, okay, so this is the thing. This is what was, like, I kind of wanted to talk about. Is how Spencer is both presented as, like, someone who could be her peer. As in, like, just old enough to be, like, that weird high school coach that, like, turned 18 and wanted to like, coach the women's team. I don't know. I kind of got that vibe. <laughs> and as someone who had, like, a couple creepy coaches in high school, ew, it was gross. They I had set a, it
0: up to be creepy, dude. Yeah. It's like I something like, that's, like, if you don't think about it too much, <laughs> it's, like, kind of cute. But if you start thinking about it at all, you're like... Wait a minute, like, is he, like, it gives in this the school? <laughs> it gives me the ick. I, I just assumed that he was in the school. That he was just, like, a senior or something, I don't and know. she's a sophomore. Either
1: way, I don't want to keep talking about it because it's gross. Yeah. But this whole thing. So, either way, one evening, he goes, he runs into her, and they have a little game. And Spencer starts to think really highly of Caitlyn because she's putting in the time, and she's getting better. And the team is getting better, too. But one night, the other figure skaters... So there's, like, a lot of back and forth between, like, the hockey team and the figure skaters. The hockey team and the figure skaters. But one night, the other figure skaters knew that Natasha w- was getting Caitlin some time with Christy Yamaguchi. But Caitlin had also, like, wanted to go to a party or something. So she's on her way to the janitor's well, closet. Like she...
0: The other skater girl, like... Invited her to something. Yeah. Like, set her up.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I mean. So, so she leaves the party, and she runs to her janitor's closet to change, and...
0: We didn't explain the janitor's closet.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, so that she, like, has all of her skating, her figure skating shit... And, like, memorabilia and, like, trophies.
0: darted-up Christian Yamaguchi yeah. poster. Yeah,
1: all of it is in the janitor's closet. Because the janitor is, like, super sweet. and next, Yeah, he's, like, he's low-key the MVP life.
0: of this movie. This, this is, is,
1: like, true life. I'm a janitor. Like, I feel like he's, like, a real person.
0: Yeah, he's, he's really nice. He's and really they share cute. sandwiches. And he's just like, look, as long as you're not weird, you can just, like, live in this closet. She- and I'm just like...
1: She even, like, got a package delivered to him one time.
0: Yeah. Like, she got a package delivered care of the janitor's yeah. closet. And he was like, yeah, I got you. <laughs> so, like, yeah. Like, the janitor is really the nicest person in the world in this movie. And, yeah. yeah. He's
1: the realist throughout the whole
0: thing. He's the realest of the deals.
1: But, yeah. So, she goes into the janitor's closet. She's trying to change. And what do you know? A can... A purple can of paint falls down on her. And then she tries to open the door, and it's locked shut. And then a poster comes down, and what do you know? It's a good old-fashioned booby trap.
0: Good old-fashioned booby trap.
1: Finally, the janitor, whose name I can't remember, rescues her, and she goes running to the skating practice where she sees her rival teammates training with none other than Christy Yamaguchi. And Natasha does not let Caitlyn get on the ice.
0: She and like is a real dick. She's a real bitch. Like she's just like like oh like I tried to get here as fast as I could. And And it's like like,
1: you can see that this girl is being like literally
0: covered in paint. And she's just like, if you really cared, you would have been here. (laughs) It's like what the I'm literally covered in paint right now. Like you think I doused myself in paint to lie to you? Uh, But yeah, it's weird. So,
1: either way christy amaguchi comes over and like has a little chat with Caitlin and is like yo
0: like i don't know i was pretty stunned." Like, yeah but, but like she's a tough coach but if you want to be the best you should stay with her because getting abused by your coach is okay if you get to your goals <laughs> That's basically the gist of it yeah I, I like
1: wasn't really paying much attention i actually am not too familiar with christy Yamaguchi.
0: She was a figure skater. I don't know much more about her. I don't think there's much, much more to know about her.
1: I mean, I was very into Michelle Kwan. I was a Michelle Kwan stan.
0: And this is, and she was. Like I got pre... the books at the
1: Scholastic Book Fair on Michelle Kwan.
0: And like Christian Makuuchi was like pre Michelle Kwan. Yeah. And so it's like. I don't know, like, I feel like the shelf life on figure skaters isn't very long already, and, like, if you're a figure skater from, like, 20 years ago, like, like, even when this movie came out, she was, like, famous, like, 15 years ago. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know how much there is to know about Chrissy Magucci. This but is, like, a shade to Chrissy so, Gucci, real quick. Like,
1: I know. She's gonna really hear this and be like,
0: hey, fuck y'all.
1: <laughs> but, um, so, Chrissy Gucci and Caitlin have a heart-to-heart Caitlyn, like, decides to go home for some reason because she's, like, being a little bitch. No, she's like, fuck
0: all of this. I'm yeah. Thinking.
1: She's like, I'm tired of all of this. And she goes home. Mind you, her mom has already moved her stuff out of her room.
0: Yeah, her mom's like, yeah, like, you're gone to boarding her, school and that's it.
1: And it's, like, working on her, like, online retailer business, which is, like, funny. It's going off, though. Yeah, because it's, but it's, like... It's just cute because pre eBay maybe pre yeah pre eBay, but like there she did buy something from eBay at some point. But like yeah, so so the mom has already moved her stuff out, and Bradley and the dad are making bets on what how long Caitlyn is gonna last this school. And mind you, Bradley is like, I'm glad that my sister is out of the house because it means that I get more attention, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mom and Caitlyn, I don't know, this is kind of stupid, like a pointless scene, but mom and Caitlyn, like, kind of have this heart-to-heart. Caitlyn decides to go back, and she decides to give it her fucking all. So, Caitlyn is like, I'm gonna play hockey, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go at it, and I'm gonna do all this shit, and I'm going to go in the game and we won the game and we won the for game for the first time in three years and I'm like remind me why they have scholarships for random figure skaters if they haven't won a for game for a high
0: school that hasn't won a game in three yeah, years
1: yeah for a high school that hasn't won a game in three years but,
0: but not I'm, for figure skating scholarships not for the greatest figure skating coach apparently who's like sending them people to the Olympics but like For the hockey coach that hasn't won a game in three years, like, yeah, we got scholarships to to (laughs) spare. It's like, there's a girl in a stash, just keep her on the bench. And And she gets the, the Aunt Becky scholarship.
1: And so she gives the assist to Ronnie, so Ronnie, who she didn't block last time. She gave the assist to Ronnie. They scored, and they had a winning game, and they have an after party, and the girls break the ice, and they start talking. Caitlyn tells them that these are her first friends and she's never had friends before. She's just had competition. And she comes clean and she tells them, I'm a twirl girl. And she she lives her life as a twirl girl.
0: And she's, she's open.
1: Who's a hockey player.
0: She's a twirling hockey player. And with a combination of the figure skating techniques that she's learned and these geometry plays that she's learning from that she basically stole but was inspired from her little brother the hockey team is winning and she's tried to call her brother a few times to thank him but he's he's really pissed off that his sister has like taken away the thing that was like his thing and as a result he's been getting into a different thing which is battle bots and he's been building robots and causing all types of mischief. This
1: was peak BattleBots.
0: This is peak BattleBots. You know, a subplot that's comic relief throughout the movie, but it comes it comes back around later. Just uh, just keep that check off right there in your holster. So between figure skating classes, Oh, sorry. <laughs> so they're doing a lot of dog piles on the <laughs> ice, having a lot of fun. And back at figure skating team, Caitlin is getting better <laughs> and better. This skippers all over this place because it's like back here, back here. So, boom, boom, boom. We find out her teammate Shelby is diabetic. Oh, no. And not only is she dealing with a serious chronic illness, but it's putting up a lot of stress on her body. And I'm
1: like, what was the point of this?
0: I don't even remember that being in the plot, but I'm just Remember because like,
1: she thought that she was taking steroids or something? And she's like, no, I would never do that. I'm a type 1 diabetic. Oh,
0: yeah, because she had needles and shit? Yeah. I was, <laughs> I was like, what
1: the fuck? <laughs> oh...
0: Was putting a lot of stress on her body uh, and competitive figure skating, um, which, I mean, I guess. Uh, so the Olympic trials are coming up, which is the whole point that she faked this scholarship. And, you know, wouldn't you know, you know, they've been so good on this on this season that after two wins, they're in the championship game.
1: Right? How did that happen? How did that happen? <laughs> they had not won a game in three years. After two wins, now they're, they're the, the
0: best team in the league. So she has to make a choice between figure skating, which is, you know, the thing that she's here for, the thing she loves, and hockey, you know, the thing that she's really grown into. The and thing that sparks joy. That sparks joy. And, you know, where all her friends are and where all her friends expect her to be. And so her family comes to support her regardless even though her dad is not sure which one she's going to do. I think he thinks he's going to do the figure skating. He's not even, like, a bad dad as much as he's just, like, he's just here. Like, there's several yeah. scenes of him literally just sitting on the couch watching TV, which, I mean, <laughs> is, like... I mean, like, imagine, like, coming on set and it's just, like, and what you're going to do is you're going to watch fake TV on the couch. It's <laughs> like, boom, oh, it's like as long as I'm getting paid rate. <laughs> um... Caitlin really wants to uh, play in the hockey game, but all of her hockey teammates are actually like, "Hey, like, go out there and you know qualify for that thing." That we support you, but Caitlin is actually like, "No, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this for my team and figure skating be damned. Like, I'm going to, to do this for the Eagles." So while she goes out there and plays a solid game, the the they uh out out late and the team ends up losing (laughs) so you know you know they she tries to she tries to rally them before the final buzzer but it's just a little bit too little too late she said
1: not to fizzle out like a boy band fan club and yet she misses the goal
0: yeah yeah they lost it's it's usually not how these movies end, <laughs> but it
1: wasn't the end. It wasn't the end.
0: Meanwhile, Caitlin's family
1: he has to redeem herself.
0: <laughs> so meanwhile, Bob and Ginger and Caitlin's family are all at the trials, and they're getting worried because Caitlin hasn't shown up. And so Bradley makes a plan and calls his and calls Spencer, and lets him know, like, hey, like I can buy you some time if you know if this game wraps up you can get her over here and we can get this done apparently there's
1: like fuck yeah
0: like we we gotta have uh, challenge accepted we gotta have some hijinks to end this movie we gotta have a plot and also you know apparently there's two ice arenas
1: right (laughs) and both of them are having huge events on the same day
0: (laughs) yeah right like there's more than one ice arena but only one day for this sort of thing (laughs) like overbooked um (laughs) And so after the game, you know, despite Caitlyn losing, the team is really excited, and uh, you know they're really excited that Caitlyn was here to help them because it's the best that they've been in years. Caitlyn, however, hears from Spencer like, "Hey, we gotta get back to the rink. Like your brother's trying to cause distraction on some like Fred Flintstone shit. We can maybe make both of these (laughs) things." And so as she's rushing off, she accidentally drops her. Her figure skating skate, but still rushes off before the rest of her team can, uh... And
1: her teammates are like, she's leaving.
0: She's leaving. Meanwhile, at the figure skating competition... Oh, gosh. Her brother has brought his battle bot onto the ice and is causing all kinds of mischief, only to be stopped by a Zamboni machine. Zamboni. But it was just enough time for Caitlyn to get back to the rink... And get ready to perform her routine. However, she only had the one ice skating rink. Uh, ice skating... Uh, ice skate. Ice skate, excuse me, ice skating rink. She only had the one ice skate. And so had to start her routine with the hockey boot. And, of course, falls immediately. Because
1: immediately. As soon as her routine Just starts. the
0: first rotation falls on her face because she forgets there's no toe pick. And,
1: <laughs> no toe pick.
0: And so, obviously the judges are just like, hey, like, well, you're not going to win, so, boom, <laughs> it's over. But, uh, for some reason, Let her escape. the hockey team Let is like, hey, like, escape. we got her other escape, like, she can get on the ice right now. And they're like, dude, like, that was always an option. Like, she she decided to do this, so... There was actually another girl who just quit, who skate? she could have used. I don't know why she chose to do that, but, like, that's on her. But anyway, there's more hockey players there, and they just yell really loud, let her skate. And by the time they get started... lesbians taking over and yelling. (laughs) The entire crowd is yelling, let her skate. And I think the judges are really making a business decision. They were just like, hey, like, I gotta get home. I don't want nobody to meet me in the parking lot. Sure, fuck it, she can skate. And so she gets her ice skating skate, and she skates really well. And, and what does
1: she skate to, Kiki?
0: What does she skate to?
1: The, the hip hop.
0: Oh God. The ring- <laughs>
1: It's the remix. This
0: like is just like hip hop. Did you black
1: this out? Did I
0: you, did. They're <laughs> we just like, it? what is
1: this? It's hip hop.
0: Like, no, it's not. It's not. It's it's EDM. Really, it's like.
1: And it was just funny how it's like there's like the shots of like the upper half of her body with her doing like. Cool facial expressions and like
0: cool things with their arms. And then they clearly cut to somebody else
1: like skating
0: or whatever. It's just like a scene from like Disney on ice. It's like wait a minute, like why is that woody? Like I don't know. But but, so she she skates uh, this great hip hop routine (laughs) <laughs> I, used the, I hope that you heard the air quotes and how I said it. And the judges who are still clearly intimidated by, um, by what happened earlier not only give her a high score, but give her the winning score. The winning score. And the girl who like her figure skating rival who screwed her out of the Christian Magucci opportunity and poured paints on her and was poised to win first place, mm-hmm. just has to sit and spin because this girl just all shucks her way into a championship.
1: Yep. Into and, the Olympic trials. Into the Olympic trials. And that's trials. what I was confused about because they weren't calling it the Olympic trials. They were calling it like the Nationals or something. But and then like, they were like, yeah, and now you made <laughs> the,
0: well, Olympic the Olympics. Yeah.
1: Like, this is our newest Olympic figure skating team.
0: Yeah, like the Olympics. And we were like,
1: wait, what? This is for <laughs> the Olympics? Because that would have been like a lot more higher stakes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and so
1: <laughs> I, I'm like, yeah, why'd you go to the hockey?
0: Hockey Yeah, right? Like, everyone told her not to. Like, they're like, dude, like... Her
1: parents are like, we've literally poured our life savings into you playing... Into you figure skating. Like, you need to... That's why
0: the coach. Like, he's like, yo, I've been here for a second, dude. Like, it's not worth it. Just go. She still went and played hockey. So, you know, I guess, like, big ups. And, you know, poor Pamela just has to watch her dream get crushed. Because she wanted it more. Yeah. That was her only, that was her only fail, fault, mm. is wanting to accomplish her dream. Okay.
1: But, uh, yeah. So that's the end of the movie. That's the, pretty much it. The and, players uh,
0: lift her up and waltz her around. And, you know, there's some forlorn, you know, some uh, unrequited looks between Caitlyn and uh, Spencer, Thanks. who we still don't know how old he is. But, yeah, that's the movie. Go figure. So, <laughs> Takeaways.
1: Takeaways. Okay, you wanted to talk, and I didn't really understand what you were saying at okay. the time. So, but you wanted to talk about the Tanya Harding Cobra Kai analogy.
0: So this is something that I thought was funny. I think that if anybody has seen Cobra Kai,
1: which we just started watching,
0: you you get like the idea of like a story continuing, like post the you know the end credits, and you know we picking up with these characters years later, and I think it would be. A fun decom to pick up with Pamela and Caitlyn several years later in the same town. Because I feel like, you know, Pamela was a villain, but also she got royally host Like, she absolutely deserved to win. And just because, you know, Caitlyn came late, her brother cheated, she fell... And they still let her skate and then win? Like, I would want to murder someone. Like, that is terrible. But I just think it would be compelling if you would just, like, start a show framing Pamela as a protagonist, like, 15 years later, 20 years later, and they just living lives, you know?
1: I get what you're saying. I think it's a bit of a stretch.
0: Maybe. (laughs) 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 It'll work. If I pitched it, it would work.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm pitching my Postal Ladies... Which should the title of it be? Gone Postal?
0: You don't have a title. <laughs> I have I have most of a pilot episode. <laughs> All you gotta do yeah. is sell one.
1: So, also, seems like the dad and the brother have some serious gambling problems in, yeah,
0: like, in the Yeah, like, the dad seems like he has a gambling problem because the entire... The entire movie, he's just, like, watching a game or gambling on something. That's all he does. Yeah. Wow, that's true. It's <laughs> like, so he's, like, watching a game, playing a he's game like with taking his daughter. Out
1: on his daughter. Or gambling. Yeah. Yeah, that was odd to me. Also, it's, like, I don't know. I didn't, it was, it was a weird family. Because they weren't really around much.
0: They were, but it was
1: like, you know, she was away at school. She had these other things going on. Yeah. So, also Bob and Ginger were freaking cute.
0: Bob and Ginger were the most, like, ice skating coach-ass people ever to be cast in a movie.
1: Yeah, they were cute. I really liked
0: them. Natasha's accent was fucking terrible. It was the best piece of dialogue, though, because everything that she said was ridiculous.
1: Yeah, it literally made us laugh out
0: loud. Yeah, she sounded like uh, Natasha from, like, Racky and Bullwinkle. Like, yeah. the entire movie.
1: Just so much. So
0: much. Uh, there are a lot of lesbian jokes that were, you know... There were just a lot. I mean, like, shit. like
1: There were so many lesbian jokes in this movie. And also, I think that, that being said, I think that there was this one scene, like, when she was moving in... And she called herself. She told her roommate Holly. Oh yeah, yeah. That she's a um, moderate conservative. Yeah,
0: because her friend was like, "What?" So like, introduced herself and said, "Left wing," like said her position. Yeah. And then Caitlyn introduced herself and said, "Caitlyn, moderate," (laughs) like center right. Like you say, like center right. No, she said moderate conservative.
1: Yeah, she said moderate conservative.
0: I'm like, what
1: the fuck? Weird. It's just. But 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 I think. I think that Caitlyn, um, is probably going to dabble with women, and so I think she's going to be, like, the kind of, like, conservative woman that voted for Trump, but definitely, like, had a girlfriend in college.
0: Yeah, no, she's definitely <laughs> on the cute non-shit. Um, but also... She might be an anti-vaxxer. She's definitely an anti answer. Are you She's serious? not going to get the COVID vaccine. She's definitely anti-vaxxer. She's an anti-masker, but... Yeah. <laughs> 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 just like talking shit <laughs> but I was like
1: really she's like I was like, um, like, like moderate
0: conservative like the fuck <laughs> like what are you moderate and conservative about but yeah yeah Caitlyn definitely um clashes her purse when black people walk by oh yeah anyway like what are your <laughs> final thoughts
1: I thought it was a good movie. I thought it was, like most DCOMs, entirely too long. So long. Like, when, in a movie... So many montages. In movies where there's, like, the character has, like, something that's, like, splitting them or they're playing two people or whatever, it's, like, all of these jumping back and forth moments that I just am, like, what am I even watching anymore? Yeah. I don't know. And so, eh, it was kind of a long movie to watch. But I did, I did enjoy it. I thought it was kind of funny. I thought that, um, I, I, like, could kind of relate because I liked to play sports growing up. So, I don't know. Like, I felt, I felt like maybe, I don't, I don't know what I'm trying to say. But it was, like, cool to see, like, a girl playing sports, you know?
0: Yeah, and like a a team of girls. Not just like a girl playing a sport on her own, but like girls interacting on a team.
1: Yeah, I really enjoyed that. So I would give it a puff.
0: I actually think I'm going to give it a Bill Clinton. I'm going to dust off a a ranking that we haven't used in a while. Because I feel like it was a fun watch.
1: Do I also want to give it a Bill
0: Clinton But they say You know, compared we watched a lot of D coms. We watched know, so many, and movies. I just feel like it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> it's but it's like, a fun okay, watch, like honestly, like that, it's not it's not it's not as bad as like the bad D because no, but I also the bad ones like you like, know it's bad. I like, do think I think that this one actually does get a puff from me now that I think about it.
1: But it is very middle of the
0: road. It it is like.
1: It's a, middle a very
0: middle-of-the-road decom. It is not going to blow your socks off. No. But I
1: wouldn't, like, it save it. It is definitely
0: not Quince.
1: I wouldn't save it for, like, your movie night, you know? The movie night should be, like, a goofy movie. High, school, blank musical, check, blank high check. school Musical. High School
0: Musical. We have a year-end episode where we talk about... Yes. Some of you guys' favorite episodes Wait, or how you're reacting them.
1: I just wanna confirm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a puff.
0: I'm gonna give it a puff.
1: You're gonna give it a puff. Okay. Two puffs.
0: For but all two, of you guys keeping score. Two at home. like
1: moderate puffs.
0: Yeah, so everybody in your spreadsheets at home just remember that uh <laughs> Go figure got a puff minus. <laughs> oh, but yeah, so what did you just say? Year end episode? We need to do a year-end episode so we can... You know, I really appreciate you guys and all of the listens that you've given and talk about some of your favorite episodes. So, uh, yeah, if you guys...
1: Can I I make a suggestion? Yeah. Can our next episode... I'm just going to, like... You can delete this if you want. But I'm just going to say, in our next episode, can it just be, like, a Christmas movie? Like, non-Disney Christmas movie? and then but like cheesy Christmas movie and then our final episode of the year will be a year end
0: we can do like a year end episode like before New Year's comes out that's what I mean yeah
1: so like a Christmas movie before Christmas and like then we'll take off the week of Christmas and then do a New Year's episode
0: bang bang a year in review madame
1: a year in review
0: a year in review 2020 we're,
1: we're having it's gonna be our one year birthday
0: yeah, it's getting close to it. We're I don't want, I don't really want to
1: call it like an anniversary. I want to call it like a birthday.
0: It's a pod launch. Yeah, happy birthday. Mickey Mouse. <laughs> happy launch.
1: Yeah, cool. Well, we well, look forward to catching y'all next week. So, yeah. Wait, is there anything going on in the news that we want to talk about?
0: I feel like we talk about it at the top of the show. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're right.
1: Okay, have a great week, y'all. I'm Catch KK. You soon. I'm Wiggles. Enjoy your week. Bye.